What's happening, my Jack family? Coach Scott here, jackedafter40.com and shreddedafter40.com. Welcome to another episode of the Jacked After 40 podcast. Do I ever have an incredible episode to share with you today? Once again, I'm joined by my coaching client, Aaron Sanchez. Today, we're going to talk about the best diet for you, you personally, and the approach that you need to take with your nutrition if you want to experience long-term success. If you want to look your best, feel your best, perform your best, live your life to the fullest, and enjoy every single meal that you eat, you want to stay tuned right to the very end of this episode because I'm telling you, we dropped golden nuggets right until the very last second. But first, Aaron has been gone for the past five weeks on vacation. He gained a little bit of weight during that time. How much? We'll get to in this video. He's been home for a week and all of that vacation weight gain is gone. We're going to talk about what he did to get rid of that vacation weight gain. Lessons he's learned from that experience. Would he change anything? Would he do anything different? You guys are in for a treat today. This is going to be a killer podcast episode. Let's get to it. All right, Aaron. So last time I had you on here you were heading out i think it was heading out on your vacation to tampa you spent uh, so that was at the the end that was the official end of your cutting phase looking shredded feeling well you're feeling hungry <laughs> you're feeling very hungry at that point uh done ready to be done with that cutting phase so you enjoyed tampa you weren't home for very long a few days really and then you ended up going to mexico for two weeks and then texas for two weeks back to back so you were gone like the past like five weeks you've basically gone been gone most of it <laughs> most of the time especially the past six weeks uh and you gained about five pounds during that time i'd say most of it really probably was that last week that you're away you had lot like three big occasions there i think it was your son's birthday you had a wedding and something else going on so some big big celebrations there reasons to I mean, lots of temptations, lots of opportunities to eat and drink in excess. So I think that last week probably contributed the most to your weight gain. You came back feeling full, feeling bloated. I'm going to share some pictures of yourself like throughout as you're talking here. Um, the end of the cutting phase, probably the picture that you sent me that last week before that final week where I think you gained most of the weight. And then your progress throughout the week. We're going to talk about how you have... Um, how you were able to kind of wipe things out uh, in this past week. You've been home for just over a week now. So um, we'll touch on all of that stuff. But it, so so let's talk about the, the trip, the experiences there, um, keeping things in check and your experience with the, the weight gain at the end there. Yeah. So I think when I left, I left on my trip, I was actually 157. And then when I got back, I was 160. So I know there was some fluctuation in there, up both up and down. Um, so yeah, I think a lot of it was just eating, eating out, um, especially in a place in, in like Mexico, for instance. It's funny because you get used to eating a certain way and it's not that you can't find the food you're used to eating, but they're like breakfast options there was just places that weren't open or just didn't serve a breakfast I was normally used to eating. And so you have to like make a huge, I had to make a huge adjustment. It's like, okay, I'm either gonna just completely change things, whether on the front end or the back end, or I'm just going to have to not eat until, you know, a lunch or eat something light and to, to tide me over to a, lunch or dinner, my afternoon snack. <laughs> right. So, so let's, I mean, Mexico, you seem to handle it pretty well. I mean, yeah, things, things were different, different surroundings, different atmospheres, Texas, a little bit more normal, but then there was more, I mean, Texas, I mean, Mexico was just your family, your wife, your kids, Texas, you're starting to meet up with more friends that you haven't seen in a while and family that you haven't seen in a while um, and more opportunities for indulging. How did you handle that overall experience? Um, I mean, basically I just went with the flow and tried to make adjustments where I could. Um, but sometimes it just wasn't possible. And, I, you know, everything that I did, I, wanted to do and you know not having seen my brother or my sister-in-law and you know over a year 
having not having seen my mom. So when we went out, you know, the drinks were flowing, appetizers. It's it was the whole like dining experience, and it was some of it was just you kind of make the best decision in the time. And of course you're feeding off of other people's energy. And, you know, I had my little sister's wedding and of course I'm around like all like family and everybody's drinking, everybody's, you know, so like in a situation like that, basically I had more happen in a week. I probably had drank more in a week the last week of that I was in Texas than I had the past two years, just truly. Yeah. Um, and it's because, you know, I just was in more of those types of situations. I had my son's eighth birthday party, you know, it's 40, about 40 people there went out to um, a couple of restaurants with my brother and his wife. And it's just like, you're, you, it's not even getting caught up in the moment. It's just kind of going with the flow at that point. And, you know, what I realized is, you know, had I taken away two of those experiences and I not coming home as bloated, feeling how I did, but given that four times in a week, it's, it's really hard unless you're just not eating the other three days, like literally just not eating the other three days you know, four celebrations in a week is, is a lot. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and we, we've had some talks coaching here since, since then, uh, and I asked you like, is there anything that you would change? Cause those are, those are some great fun experiences. You want to be enjoying those experiences to the fullest. Um, so what kind of, would you have made any, any changes in that last week to not necessarily let's not talk about like weight, weight gain. I mean, like we're going to talk about, it's easy to drop any of that weight there, but just the overall feeling, like how you felt towards the end, would you have made any slightly different choices, um, during that final? Uh, there? I would have chosen one restaurant differently that we went to that I didn't really enjoy, but <laughs> the company was good. Um, but no, no, I wouldn't have. Um, like I said, it's it's one thing. Um, I never, even in the in the days where I had drinks and like I never was just like stuffed myself silly. It just happened to be I consumed a lot of liquid calories. And at that point, it's not like I said, you know, well, screw it. I already had this. It was just, you can only control, like, I, I, I've said it, you know, if I'm going to make an old fashioned in, in my house, it's one thing where I can control the ingredients and I know roughly how many calories are in that. But you're at a restaurant, you have no idea. And so, it wasn't that I tried to create a little bit of a buffer going, knowing those event, those events were coming out. But at the same time, you know, if my brother one night wanted to go grab more drinks and I wasn't going to be like, no, I'm sorry. You know, it's been a year and a half since I've seen you. I'm just going to go home so I could sleep. It just wasn't going to happen. Right. And yeah. So no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have, done anything differently yeah especially considering like how disciplined you are how structured you are the majority of the year here yeah those are those are chances those are opportunities that you got to take full advantage of and and like your amount of excess is probably like nothing compared to some people that lose like i said like so i'm saying like like you weighed in 160 when you got home like you're low weigh-in during the cutting phase was like around that 154, 155 mark. And then you kind of got up around that 157 mark towards the end there too. So really three to five pounds is what you gained when you're away. That's like nothing being gone for in essence, like basically damn close to five weeks uh, during that time. That's, that's a huge success. And to be able to fully enjoy those experiences with your, your family is outstanding. Now, training wise, like Mexico, you were pretty limited with, 
the kind of equipment that you had access to and all that, right? Yeah, there I was limited to um, band workouts, but band and body weight workouts. And so that's what I was doing. Um, and I didn't really follow. I was just kind of winging it, you know, kind of keeping days structured, um, you know, how I would normally work out, but just making adjustments for body weight and for bands. Um, but then, yeah, in Texas and, um, almost the entire time, yeah, the entire time I was in Texas, I was frequenting gyms. Which was a nice change of pace for you. Cause you've been working out in your home gym all this time. So yeah. Have, so, but it was, a, it was, it was great to be in gym setting. Yeah. 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 Very cool, man. So, I mean, there's, there's times during, because the, the training wasn't quite what you're used to doing some bodyweight stuff, um, band stuff. You're still having fun with it. You may have had some moments where you're like, man, I might not be feeling quite as tight as I am. Plus a little bit relaxing on the diet. Uh, but all in all, I mean, coming out of this all that time away, looking pretty damn freaking good. So weighing in like three to five pounds, a little bit heavier, um, than when you left, but Basically, when you got back, the plan was like, all right, let's just eat less, listen to your body here. We didn't really set, like, I set a calorie target for you, like you're about 5'8", 160 pounds, uh, 2,100 calories, just to kind of balance out. I knew, like looking at your pictures when you got back, I know you weren't happy <laughs> with, with how you were feeling, how you were looking, but a lot of that was like, we knew bloat, like just kind of water retention. It wasn't like you gained a bunch of fat. I had a lot to do with the alcohol you're consuming that last week. Um, but I had a feeling I knew it was going to, it wasn't going to take long for you to dissipate that. So I said like 2,100 calories. I knew like a week at that, you're going to be fine. But really you took an even better approach and you just listened to your body during that time. You're like, I'm going to eat to the point of satisfaction. If I'm not hungry, I'm not going to eat. And it, I relate that a lot to like after the Christmas holidays. That's why I, I really do love if I'm going to do a mini cut, it's going to be in January because like during the Christmas holidays, I'm eating more than I normally would like multiple days in a row. And I'm like, I don't want to eat at this point. So why not start a cut right now? It seems to be a, a good opportunity. So, uh, and you basically, you've been back your way in. So after a week, like 156, 157. I don't think we got below 156, did we? Anything? Yeah, the day that I dropped into like 155. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So one mm -hmm. week of just listening to your body, like if you're hungry or eating, but to just lower calories and you're able to undo the damage, <laughs> which really wasn't damage, but of five weeks of, of being away and looking freaking awesome, looking, looking incredible. So uh, let's talk a little bit about this experience, this, this last week, what's it been like for you mentally, um, physically with this changes, just expand on what I just shared, I guess. Um, it's actually been, I think, easier, not necessarily having a number that I'm looking to hit and just kind of going into each day, um, seeing how I'm feeling and each meal really. And, and, and not, and kind of putting those things on the back burner, um, because much like to back up to something you said, the one reason it's there's balance and you've got to find a balance is because it can be a slippery slope if you say, well, you know, just for Christmas, I'm just going to kind of let go for this vacation because I'm going to do a cut afterwards. I think that takes discipline because if we go back to my last week in Texas, you know, it wasn't like I was raging every day. And I also, I didn't avoid things, but I also tried to eat as normally as possible when given the chance it's not like i i can't remember who said it but the somebody um it may have been paul carter and this was years back but he says listen just because you're on vacation if you don't normally eat um pretzels he just threw out pretzels 
He's like, don't just eat pretzels because you pretzels are available. And so I didn't do things I don't normally do or don't normally do because I could. So I wasn't going to go get a Frappuccino at eight in the morning simply because I was on vacation. Now, had I wanted it, that's different. But, you know, what he meant by that is like, listen, okay, you're already going to do, you're going to drink, probably drink a little bit more. You're going to not have as much control over your food, maybe not have as much control over working out. But hey, like, don't just do something because you can when you don't normally do that. And that's kind of the approach I took. Like, if I wasn't going to force myself to eat dessert simply because a dessert was there when I don't normally like that type of food. And so, you know, getting back to this week, it's the same thing. Like I was just going to kind of gauge where I was at when I got back, I wasn't feeling very hungry. My appetite, I, I still don't think it's like fully, back a hundred percent um but yeah if if i'm just kind of playing it by ear every day and i don't necessarily because then if you we talk about it all the time what am i going for am i is it a specific number then i hit that number then what like uh, so i'm just kind of going by how i feel energy levels how i'm sleeping um and that kind of metric versus I've got to hit this number and I've got to do it by this day. Exactly. It's a, uh, yeah, I think for most of us, numbers are one thing, especially if you're starting a cutting phase and it's a way to kind of gauge that you're trending in the right direction. You should be aiming for a specific number in the end to say, All right, this is when I'm, I'm done. To me, I think for most of us, it's a look and a feel that we're going for. And I had you take pictures each and every day. So as we were watching your scale weight go down during this past week, I could see the bloat dissipating and, and, and starting to see more tightness, more firmness, and, and just kind of pairing that with how you were feeling as well. So it's, it was really fun to kind of pair all those things together, seeing the scale weight going down, seeing... Uh, your body tightening up and then hearing how you're feeling as well, like not feeling as full and bloated and all that stuff. It's, it was a fun experience overall. Um, just to see that process this past week. It's always fun to see how people respond after going away on vacation and you, you've handled this really well and in a very natural way. And I think, again, like you mentioned discipline and all that, I think a lot of this has just come from experience, years of experience. And we've had some great conversations lately about eating in a way that serves us well and just learning that, yeah, eating certain foods and maybe drinking some alcohol oftentimes doesn't serve us. Like we could be, we're eating it just for the sake of eating it sometimes if we're a company or whatever, but um, just really starting to eat in a way that, that feels that allows us to feel our best, live our life to the fullest. And you're really really starting to grasp on to that right now. And I think, I think it just takes years of experience and a heightened sense of awareness, which is absolutely key when you start paying attention to how certain foods make you feel and not wanting to feel like crap and then wanting more of the foods that make you feel really good. So you want to expand a little bit more on that as well? Yeah. And also to touch on another thing. And as far as like, I know, there's some people who enjoy tracking and some people who don't, they load that. But another thing that I've realized and, you know, taking a trip like this where basically I'm gone for five weeks is knowing your ranges, like minimum amount, what you can get by in a day, but maximum amount and not so you, well, it is so you make adjustments because maybe you're in a situation where you're just going to go way over but it's just, it's nice to know, to be able to guesstimate and to make, you know, maybe it is the difference between I'm still going to drink, but maybe I have, I don't know, a vodka, vodka soda versus a margarita. And you still end up 
having two or three drinks or four drinks or whatever that is, but you have a range in your head from which to work with to kind of keep track of things. Um, but as far as the intuitive eating, um, it is, it's just, it's picking up on like when I eat, you know, eating out more, eating out more processed foods. I used to, you know, kind of hate on people who would do the alternative desserts and that kind of eating, you know, not eating a brownie, but eating a black bean brownie, um, even if the calories are the same or slightly more, but I don't think I'm not as sharp when um, physically or mentally when when I eat more processed foods, I don't sleep as well. So then I'm not recovering as well. My energy is much more up and down. So for me, it becomes um, it's uh, I know if I'm going to eat a certain thing, there's going to be consequences. And that doesn't mean that I'm just going to forever you know, give up donuts or cakes. I love all those things. Be the first to admit, and, you know, if I could eat them more and feel great, I, I think I probably would, but I don't. And so it is, I have found that when I do eat, you know, a lot of the vegan or gluten-free options, you know, you're making things with sweet potatoes and of course black beans or you know coconut oil and my son made a carrot cake and it was gluten-free and um basically had nuts carrots pineapple eggs coconut oil butter and ah, that may be it just in various mixes and you know i ate it this past Saturday because it was my mom's birthday and I didn't get all blood sugary. It didn't affect my sleep. I ate a little bit later than I normally would and went to sleep at the same time. And normally if I eat something refined, I am like, I can feel my heart rate go up. Uh, my heart's beating harder per my aura ring, my sleep isn't as well. And I didn't notice those things. So why, if I'm wanting to add, you know, desserts, whether you want to call that a dessert or not, that's up to you. But for me, that I mean, I didn't notice a, a taste difference. Plus, I felt, felt great afterwards. So um, it's just things that I'm starting to notice. And it isn't like, Seeking out just be if, like if I don't drink, that doesn't mean I go out to find a drink that I can drink that doesn't make me feel like crap the next day. It just means that there are smarter choices and we don't have to like put ourselves in a box just because it's like, you know, being dogmatic for the sake of being dogmatic. We can just let some of that stuff go. Exactly. And I'm right there with you. Like I used to think as well, um, why the hell it just wasn't worth it to me to eat one of those like healthier, healthier alternatives. Like is, is they were typically lower calorie options to certain desserts. Um, as like, why would I, if, if I'm not going to get as much enjoyment out of that dessert, I'm just going to eat if I want dessert. I'm going to eat the real thing that tastes good. But the thing is like, you're not really looking at it so much from a calorie perspective. It's more like, um, cause like you said, some of those healthier options are more natural nutrient rich foods. Um, less processed foods are going to, um, allow you to, to feel your best, but they can be higher in calories when you're combining all them together. Um, uh, they can be yeah. just, just, they can be just as high or higher, but mm -hmm. how, how it, the taste is fantastic and how you respond to that is is the key so finding those healthier op options that not for the sake of i want to save some calories here i'm gonna eat just like a black bean brownie that has like no, no sweetness or nothing to it at all no natural sweetness that tastes like cardboard or crap why would i eat that just to save some calories there but if you're eating a black bean brownie that is made with healthy like nutrient rich whole natural foods and tastes thick and phenomenal 
that would be a better option because you're going to perform your best, feel your best and satisfy your taste buds at the exact same time. Yeah, absolutely. And um, to, it's, I did have, I think over this past, really it came in the past few months of just um, kind of the writing was on the wall. It's like, I cannot deny that this, these foods, like it doesn't matter the portion size. I'm not, I don't feel as well. I just don't. And like it, I do experience the, I'm hungry an hour after 30 minutes after I've eaten something and I get a little just brain fog and all of those things. And it has been something over the past, let's just say year, that's kind of something's changed in my physiology. And it's like, I, you know, go back to, I had a pretty decent size um, chunk of that carrot cake Saturday night. And I'd started to notice that like when I, and again, most of the times that I find that they come from like, they're like vegan or gluten-free or the like acai bowl places where you're not saving calories at all. Because if, you're, if your pie or your cake has a nut, like nut flour in it or a nut base, and that's going to be very high in fats, maybe lower in carbs, which are going to make up the calories in the fat. But I just feel better. So why wouldn't I eat that when, and it's not like I'm eating dessert every day or even every week, but why would I not eat that way if I feel better simply like, you know, because what I, I should just eat a real brownie instead of eating a fake brownie. I mean, so like I've let go of that way of thinking. Very cool, man. Very cool. And I think, I mean, you and I, we've been in this game for a while. We've been physique focused for a while. We've been honed in on our nutrition. It's taking a long time to get to this point. Lots of experience, lots of practice. But again, I can't emphasize enough the level of awareness. And this really is where like, why like there's no no best diet like the best diet is a diet that's going to you have to have that sense of awareness to how you're responding to certain foods to certain meals like rather than following all right i like paleo seems to be like a great diet caveman is a great diet vegan or vegetarian is a great diet it may be great for some people but you really got to pay attention to how you are feeling and listening to your body listening to like after meals that certain meals throughout the day like how do you feel at the end of the day what's your energy like what's your mental focus like how what's your sleep like based on all these meals it 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 takes time it takes practice but that's it's the best investment that i think you can make in yourself is having that heightened sense of awareness with your nutrition and and rather than focusing on all the noise out there in the industry but what's best just listen you your body's telling you what's best. If you listen to what your body is going through, how you're responding to that's best. And it's been, um, I've, I've had this like refocus because my old oldest son who will be 13 in a few months has started to take interest in training and has a lot of questions. Like he's very analytical and, um, has started to ask a lot of questions regarding nutrition. And I don't, I don't want to just say, oh, refined sugar is just terrible for you. You know, like, uh, it's just another food. And so we talk a lot about it because he has a lot of questions. And that is something that we talk a lot about, like, rather than just reading broccoli is good for you, you should be eating broccoli. Well, what if I eat broccoli and I'm bloated? and I get lethargic, like maybe there's other vegetables that are better for me in that regard. And so it's the same thing with, well, let's come up with some breakfast. Now you tell me after two, three hours, what's your energy level like? What, how are you, how are you, um, how are you feeling? Like no start to notice how different foods affect you. And 
that there are no good or bad foods. Sometimes it's the quantity. Sometimes it is the food. Um, but what is helping you to perform your best? And then also sometimes, yeah, there's some, some things like, you know, drinking. If I go back to Texas, like you go into a night and you know, you're going to be doing something, you make a conscious choice and you know, there will be repercussions and you can't, you, you went into it, you knew it. And then you just deal with those things afterwards, but it's not like there's any surprise there. Mm -hmm. You have 10 drinks in a night. Most people the next day or two aren't going to be probably functioning their best, but you know, say lovey. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And again, it's being picky and choosy with that. It's like something like that. I mean, you haven't seen these people in a while. It's, it's okay. You know, nothing to feel guilty or beat yourself up over. Uh, I just, I think we were having a conversation after Father's Day weekend. They're like, I know for me, I'm a lightweight when it comes to alcohol. One drink, I'm already starting to feel a good buzz. Like two drinks, I am feeling really freaking good. Three drinks, I'm basically drunk. Um, and I had three drinks and like just the next, it took me two, three days to get my mental focus back in place. That's come with age. It also comes, I think, with the fact that I, I love my craft beers. I love, I loved my drinks. Um, but I have it so few and far between. And when I do have it, I usually limit it to one or two drinks. So like when I do have more than one or two, I feel it, my body pays the price there. So it's just kind of have it like afterwards. That's when I think to myself, like, was it worth it to have that third in the moment? If I'm really feeling like shit for the next three days afterwards and it's such a tough call. It depends on the scenario. It depends on the situation. Uh, if it was a weekly basis, that's where things really get out of hand. Like if every weekend you're, you're drinking to that point where you're paying the price for two to three days afterwards, to me, that's not worth it. But the, the odd occasion like there, Father's Day with my dad, with my kids. Yeah, it was, it was all good. No, no real regrets from something like that, but still, exactly. there's, yeah. It's still in my high in my mind, like I probably could have been okay with just two, but eh, it's, it yeah, <laughs> you know, hindsight's 2020 and it's just like going into my last week and in Texas, like I have to think it had, I come back a little tighter, um, physique wise, like, if the pandemic has shown us anything, which it just kind of, you know, there are people who expect those kinds of things, but for the most of majority of us don't, we don't think that way. And it's like, no, I don't uh, kind of, you know, to tie off my point is no, I don't need 10 drinks in a night to have fun. I don't, I don't need to drink four times in a week, but most of my life and most of my time right now, um, I don't have that many situations like that come up where I'm doing that, but also now I do realize like not just limits, but like where I can push myself in a week because I had four major events in a week, all, you know, like Saturday night, Sunday was pretty, I ate lighter got into the gym, just listened to my appetite, wasn't, didn't carry much hunger. Monday, I had a big event. Tuesday, kind of the same, just wasn't hungry. So I wasn't going to force it. Um, Wednesday, another event. Then it's like Thursday, I saw a buddy who, or Friday, Thursday or Friday, saw a buddy who I hadn't seen in a year. Um, then Saturday, another event. And it's like that night, I, it's not like I had needed to learn a lesson as my son's eighth birthday party. Again, more people I hadn't seen, you know, we had a, a, a mariachi and it was catered and that actually that day I ate, um, I think I ate like one meal and then I was a few drinks and a bunch of fruit and a piece of cake. And so it was like, yeah, I mean, like, so you can only, you're taking all of this, these things you learn and the routines you have, and you try your best, but like, 
three of my flights came when I would normally eat. So what am I to do? Like I have a choice. I can eat inferior food that I don't like. That's not going to satisfy me. Or I could not eat and wait till to eat a meal. So if I'm flying from six to 10 in the morning, well, those are my options. I can grab a piece of fruit or make it make, you have to like, make adjustments and it's like lunches were being pushed back dinners were being pushed forward and all of these things are happening and i can either lament the fact that i'm on vacation for a month seeing family seeing people i haven't seen and some some in two years some in longer and because i'm i you know like my physique i might lose it or you make the best decision in the moment and some of that did come from, yeah, I'm going to not get the, I didn't eat the pretzels, basically. That didn't mean I just chose salads the entire time, but I, I ate what I wanted when I wanted, but I also, I wasn't going to just eat because food was available, but I did drink because drinks were available. <laughs> That's awesome, brother. I think it just speaks volumes for the lifestyle aspect of all of this. Just, again, learning and growing through the process, through all of our experiences. And you really, the structure that you've had in place, all the hard work that you put up to this point really made for, I think, a successful vacation where you had fun, you enjoyed what you're eating, you enjoyed drinks, you enjoyed your company, you weren't beating yourself up. And it only took a week to get right back to, to where you were before and feeling good. And just, again, at this point, listening to your body, being very intuitive. So uh, kudos to you, a prime example of, yeah, just uh, into your, listening to your body, my man. Yeah. And it's, um, it's, it's not, I'm not going to say it's, it isn't easy, right? Food's good. Yeah. Food is good. And um, well, I was never pressured into drinking. Like I said, I did everything I wanted to do, but I did take away things from it. Like I obviously like, I won't, I won't throw everybody under the bus. I'll just talk about myself here. But, you know, after I have a few drinks, my inhibition lowers, but like I didn't enjoy desserts as much having a buzz and so that's maybe something going forward when i'm out i've had three or four drinks and somebody's like let's get desserts like i'm not gonna even remember it at that point so it's it really isn't worth the five to one thousand calories um and stuff like that and conversely i enjoy desserts more when i don't drink so if I'm going into a night and I know I want to have desserts, maybe I'll just have a beer and call it a night and have the dessert. And, yeah, but that's just like the balance I've found and my structure, your mileage may vary. Um, but again, yeah, I mean, I didn't go into like some of the restaurants we went to and going out and just have fun, just having it was just incredible experiences and just good company. And, you know, the pacing was good. Everything like restaurants I'd been looking forward to going to for months. And I don't want to go into those types of things, placing these limits because I'm afraid of what the scale is going to say tomorrow. Like I'm not going to live my life by that number and conversely coming back yeah i mean i was uncomfortable i was just like uncomfortable but and in the moment it's real easy to say god like what is happening but then you know me especially in the way i process is like when i gain a little bit of distance i gain clarity and it's like if i go back and like estimate and God, I sound like a lush because I legit probably I had more drinks in, in a week than I did in two years prior. But I probably had uh, 
40 drinks in a week. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I had a lot of fun. It, <laughs> I guess it was great. It was fantastic. It was. And just like in the moment. And I never, the, the next day, I never missed a workout because of drinking. Um, I never, you know, like blacked out or anything. You know, some of the drinking came over periods of, you know, six, seven, eight hours, and some of our dinners were extended, but that those occasions are few and far between. And um, the rest of the time, you know, I go months without having a drink. And not to say that's balance, but like, <laughs> again, it's had not I come every week. It's like four four events in one week. That's not going to happen too often to you. So, yeah, like it's just like that. And it was like, all right, like let's gear up, let's gear up because, <laughs> because it was just like four. This has been planned, and this is going on, and they were all great. They yeah. were. Yeah, it's a it's a different experience that I like going away to like an all-inclusive resort or something like that. Cause it's, it's four different events, some different people, different gatherings for different reasons to celebrate. And yeah, it's, it's, it's a different experience where you do want to have fun and drink and let loose. Like I said, your lifestyle overall is not like, like that at all. So um, yeah. And you bounce back very quick afterwards, which is great. Yeah, it's because I haven't eaten since I've been back. <laughs> uh, no. no. That. Do not. I had a buddy who uh, we, we had a chat. Um, he, uh, a fellow bro. He's younger. He's younger. He's 31. So he's still growing up, apparently. But he... Um, they were going on vacation and he thought he looked a little too puffy because they were going to be in a lot of shirtless situations, fasted for 36 hours and passed out. Wow. Passed out after if like for 45 seconds, ambulance had to be called, had to go to the hospital. So like, that's what we talk about balance. Like, that's no, like, no, I, I ate, I made sure to eat. i you know, just listened, listened to my body and I wasn't going to like target a number, simply an arbitrary number, simply because I was worried about my physique. It's like, okay, I wasn't hungry, but I'm not going to do a fast for 36 hours. And thankfully he's all right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I hear you, man. But that's, yeah. Young. I think you, like experience. Again, we're where we're at right now because of experience. I, I can probably relate to doing stupid shit like that back in the day and popping a hydroxy cut and all that stuff. Like getting ready for like a vacation and taking hydroxy cut, going on like a cardio equipment, like Stairmaster or something and feeling lightheaded and go, holy fuck, like, what's going on? All, all for the sake of, of trying to burn a bit of fat when I've already... I mean, it was in my early 20s at that point, late teens, early 20s, and ripped already and <laughs> trying to do all that stuff. Just, just you know, like us. in that point in time, he did, he was work. He, so he also did two workouts over two days and two cardio sessions. Jeez. So it was like, oh my God. I was like, I won't call him by name. I'll save him that. Nope. That's, that's a good call. But yeah, that's, uh, yeah, trying to cram too much in in a short period of time when better if you're if you're that concerned about how you look leading up to it, probably best to give yourself a little more time leading up to it and do it in a smart, uh, safe way. Maybe three to six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, brother, I appreciate you sharing your experience from the vacation as well as talking about just sharing how your nutrition is continuing to evolve and how you're listening to your body and having an open mind more than anything to try different things and 
see how your body responds. I think we we both follow a lot of people and read a lot, research a lot, and there's a lot of different things that are appealing to us. And we experiment, take what works for us, and leave what doesn't. We're not we're not dogmatic in any way. We're just trying to form what is best for us personally. So again, yeah. drilling yeah. home drilling home the importance of eating in a way that's going to serve you best. And, and that's most of the time going to come from focusing most of your attention on consuming whole natural nutrient rich foods. And among all those whole natural nutrient rich foods, there may be some that don't suit you well. So listening to that, don't just go, I'm eating whole natural foods. I'm, I should be feeling all this energy. There could be some foods in there that don't agree with you as well. So paying attention to that, enjoying your treats when you want to, but also paying attention. Like, all right, maybe I, could do a little bit better. Like I look back to my mini cut that I did uh, this past January. I went 28 days in that mini cut without, it was all 100% whole natural nutrient rich foods. That was not intentional. I just went into it thinking I, if I need a refeed, I'll have a refeed. If I want to have one of my favorite treats, I'm going to have one of my favorite treats. And I just kept feeling better and better the longer I was going consuming whole natural nutrient rich foods. Like, why am I going to have something else when I'm feeling so freaking good right now. And I'm not really, I had no desire or no craving. It's like the longer I went without it, the less I, the less desire I had for it. So just really, really helps to, to pay attention to those kind of things. Have your treats Absolutely. when you want them. Absolutely. And, and, you know, one thing, one, tr you know, let's just, Oh God, I hate this word. I, I really do. But like one hack is to just, is to stop and take a second to take inventory of where you're at at a specific moment. And, you know, like I have realized over this past year that, you know, stress really does matter. Like a lot of the times when I go to eat or like, I think I need more. If I just take five minutes, I realize I'm like, full my body does not like what i'm feeling isn't about food at all and it's just like and that was what i I'm, I'm not trying to ramble here but like in our sessions you know because one night when we were i was with my brother and his wife and my wife and we were out and you know like we'd already been drinking um and we wanted a specific dessert everybody wanted it and it wasn't a just like I was caught up in the moment. You know, I had time to like went to the bathroom. We were waiting to pay out the bill. We were going to have to drive somewhere else or wait for an Uber to go somewhere else. And I had time to evaluate where I was in that moment. And am I caught up in a moment? Do I really want this? Am I hungry? Am I eating? Like where was I kind of in the whole process? And in that, you know, that was another night where I probably went, I mean, I just, I had to have, go. we had like four carafes of an Aperol spritz and an after dinner drink. And then we started with dessert wine at this other place. So yes, I was over calories, but I wasn't stuffed truly. I wasn't like going to get another dessert that another experience to have with everybody wasn't going to be this like, I wasn't punishing myself, my digestion and any of that, but it was just taking a moment to say, okay, like, what do I actually feel? Do I even want this? Because had I not, I would have been like, yeah, I'll go. Maybe I'll have another drink, but I'm just not going to participate in the dessert. And even in that, even I don't know where that meditation, I don't know, something, an inner voice was just like, hey, you know, take stock of where you are after four crafts of Aperol Spritz. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. That is, uh, that's a great story, a great example, and uh, yeah, just a great way to to cap off this fantastic discussion. Just just a golden share right there. Take stock of where you're at. Again, have that sense of awareness of do you actually need it? Do you actually want that? Do you actually need more? It's uh, 
we got to listen, man. We've like, why this has to be a learned skill now is it's interesting, but I think it's just because there's so much abundance around us. It's just so easy to overindulge that. Yeah. We've really got, before we never really had to think to ourselves, like, listen, am I actually hungry right now? It's now we have to listen because it's, it's, it's just so easy for us to go overboard. Again, I can't speak for anybody else here, but like, if it's available, I, I for what I like, they're all crave foods. I don't even want simply because I see it. Right. So it, it is the like, it's situational and it's fun and everyone else is doing it. And it is a learned, it's a, it's a learned experience. Like I know now, like there are things, especially if I'm cutting where I'm just not going to keep in the house. I'm just not. Because if it's there, then I see it, and then I'm thinking about it, and I will like want it, even if I don't want it. I feel you, brother. I feel you. Fantastic discussion, my man. I appreciate your time today. This was awesome. Congratulations on the success you've had coming back from the vacation. I'm so glad to hear that you had a great time, and uh, so even better here, just the the awareness that you've had that you have and. Just the kind of you're more and more laid back, more and more intuitive, I guess, is the word that I'm looking for. You're really honing those skills. And and again, it's learned experience, all the structure over the year, all the effort that you've put into tracking. You've really and now all the effort you've put into listening to your body, you're able to become more intuitive with your eating and doing what's going to serve you best. So it's been really fun to see your growth uh, working with you this past year. And I'm just so excited to see where it's going to go from here. So once again, I appreciate your time. Have yourself a great day for everyone else listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed it, please do us a favor, smash that thumbs up button. We'd really appreciate it. If you know a fellow bro who would benefit from listening to today's podcast, do me a favor and share it with them. Love to hear your comments down below. Share your thoughts, share your insights, share your feedback. If you can relate to any of these experiences yourself, any little golden nuggets that you've taken from this conversation. And before you go, don't forget to download your free guide, Jacked After 40. Have yourself an amazing day. Catch you in the next podcast.